You've hit play on the Screen Companion, ostensibly a film and TV recommendation podcast, but might actually solely exist as an excuse for the host to talk to himself. Another solo segment in between seasons. I assure you, when the next real group of episodes launch later this year, the far superior format with my great guests will return. Also, if you'd like to comment on anything you've heard on the show, feel free to contact thescreencompanion at gmail.com or comment on the YouTube channel. The name's the same, and the episodes are being uploaded as another way to hear the show. Thank you. Sweet and salty, hot and cold, light and dark. It's worthwhile to pair contrasting things to enhance the appeal of both. What's true of life also applies to our entertainment media. Some people are so keyed into certain genres, they miss the way an opposite show or film can benefit the usual fare. Are you mostly into gritty dramas over sunny, whimsical comedies? Or is it the other way around? Well, each gets better when you mix in the other. So try out Pushing Daisies and Halt and Catch Fire, two opposing programs with star Lee Pace serving as a bridge between them. In the former, he's a nebbish loner with a warm heart. In the latter, he's an ice-cold yuppie ready to make waves. As television overtakes cinema in the media landscape, character actors are flexing in leading roles like never before allowed to inhabit all manner of archetypes, they are the good, the bad, and every shade in between. Perfect for contrasting programming. Pushing Daisies was heavily influenced by the French film Amelie, and it celebrates its creative ancestry at every turn. Bright colors jump out of this storybook show about a man, Ned the Pie Maker, who can bring back the dead with a touch. For a premise steeped in death, the writing is very fairy tale like presented by a narrator who speaks in quirky detail. All the characters are weird, wonderful, and charming, including Ned, played by Lee Pace. Every scene, he's either worried, pensive, or feeling isolated because of his supernatural gift that has the power to restore and destroy if he lets the dead come back for longer than a minute. His ability gets himself and his small band of friends into all sorts of dangerous hijinks. Even when the show threatens its cast in heinous ways, there's still time to stop and smell the roses. It never gets too morbid, as the bubbles of sentimentality, optimism, and fancifulness always find their way to the top of each episode. Unless you've got a heart of stone, it's hard not to feel better by the end credits not unlike the parting of dark clouds for a boost of sunshine. In theory, Ned is a socially awkward sad sack, barely holding his life together in the face of revolving self-doubt and alienation. Lee Pace performs the character's discomfort beautifully, and the supporting cast does an equally great job propping Ned up to keep the guy positive. Yes, the show gets pretty saccharine, whether it's the occasional romantic gaze between Ned and his girlfriend Chuck, who can never touch because she'd still be dead except for his intervention, or the generous dollop of whimsy that may get caught in even the most chipper viewer's windpipe, some might have trouble watching more than a few episodes in a sitting. 
When the cloying narrative does you in and a break is called for, that's when it's time to turn on Halt and Catch Fire. I've read on the internet, admittedly a place where any preposterous idea exists, that Halt and Catch Fire feels like a copy of Mad Men. I see some parallels. One of the main characters is a slick-talking sociopath in a suit, while the setting is a past decade in American culture and style. But while Mad Men lives in a broad advertising world of the 1960s, Holt and Catch Fire is laser-focused on the home computer revolution of the 1980s. While the staple bullshit artist of the older AMC show carries respect and charm in his back pocket, Lee Pace, as Joe McMillan, tries to be as beguiling in Holt and Catch Fire, but with far less success. Tricking his way into the role of project lead for a new personal computer, even his supposed allies hate his guts and don't trust him. Were you upset by the backbiting and drama in Mad Men? Well, get ready for the bleakness and muck of Halt and Catch Fire. The material is a bit dry and almost feels like an expansion on the show Modern Marvels with how tech-talky and reliant on computer programming the dialogue can get. But it's a fascinating look at the pre-internet era and an even more fascinating look at Lee Pace's acting. Joe McMillan is a self-centered, manipulative louse that's constantly scheming and lying to get what he wants. This from the same actor who was so endearingly nice in Pushing Daisies? Say it ain't so, Joe! But what a treat to compare performances! The way Ned hunches and shrugs. The way Joe casts a steely gaze. The brimming emotions of one and the suppressed feelings of the other. Getting too down watching Joe sabotage another one of his relationships in an environment of money over personal welfare? Then switch to Ned for a while and recharge among his motley crew of friendly eccentrics. The only real negative is that Halt and Catch Fire outlasted Pushing Daisies by a couple seasons. When you inevitably run out of the Sunny Lee Pace pie maker, you might substitute it with another Brian Fuller-created comedy that also includes Pace in the main cast. Wonder Falls. Oh, why do the interesting shows end so quickly? Well, that'll have to wait for another discussion. <laughs> <laughs>